2: Only at Sleep Number stores or SleepNumber.com.
3: The following is a presentation of Morning
1: Drive Media.
3: From the center of the galaxy, this is a Four Center podcast feed, and I'm Ken Napsuk. With here, with me, is Joseph Scrimshaw. There's a lot of adrenaline in my voice because we're doing a Rogue One reaction.
4: to The trailer. We just saw it, Joseph. The
3: second... The second trailer, maybe the first official, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I think two a, minutes I, We've
4: been teased, we've been titillated, this is a trailer. This is a full-on, full-frontal trailer. I don't know what full-frontal means, but that's what this is.
3: Uh, you know, yeah, I, every, the, the world's been waiting through the Olympics. We watched Michael Phelps win, but then we finally got this trailer. So let's dive in. Yeah. Jesse. And to our listeners out there, this is a, a this is a reaction. This is a first yeah. take. I'm sure we'll break it down a little bit more in further editions uh, of Force Center and, and whatnot here. But Joseph, let's start with you, Uh what craps you right away? this
4: This was exactly what I wanted, and there are parts of it. I didn't even know that that's what I wanted. I didn't want mm. too much given away. Correct. A ton of just fun, flavorful, ambiguous shots that don't give anything away. Right. I also wanted them to tee it up for non-Star Wars Uber nerds to understand what this movie is. And I think after seeing this trailer, people with even a passing knowledge go, oh, it's when the Empire was around and it was evil, and that's why Finn and Rey aren't in it. Right. And I think it told that narrative really, really well. And we're so familiar with what the idea is, and you're right, I still don't know. I still yeah. don't
3: know where all the pieces come to, uh, are coming together. You yeah. know what I mean? And and it starts what I think is on Jeddah. We're hearing a lot about this planet that looks like what we're seeing. Yeah, a Force uh, Mecca,
4: so to speak. Yeah, where people kind of Church of the Force, where they yeah. worship the Force, but maybe don't use it.
3: Great establishing shots. Great shots all the way through. This looks like a beautifully shot.
4: Yeah, movie. reshoots or not.
3: They got some beautiful shots in here.
4: Yeah, uh, great establishing shots, very, very Star Wars feel to them. Yeah, I think the other huge thing that affected me is that this is a very positive trailer. It sets the stakes very high of the black and white of classic Star Wars, of the Empire is evil, they're raising their flags everywhere, and almost all of the dialogue from our heroes is positive of, I really want to help. This this is our chance to do something, and this is our moment. Are you with me? You know, to the point where where, uh, Jin and Cassian both say the words, good, good, Good. as if to beat us over over the head. This is a movie of, ultimately, don't worry, it's not going to be grimdark. It's going to be about good people doing good things.
3: And, and, yeah, battle of good and evil, and and though it can be convoluted sometimes in a lot of Star Wars stories, books, and everything, where the Empire now has regular people just doing their job, yeah. this kind of takes it back to that. The music grabbed me, too, right away. Yeah, The teaser trailer, the first one we saw, the music was great. We got some great Star Wars music with a different touch to it
4: that I really like. Yeah, the music almost, contrary to what we're just saying, has a little bit of ambiguity to it. Yes. And a little bit of, like, tension and sadness. Uh... Because Very I melancholy. Yeah, yeah.
3: Get hopeful. Exactly. It's got, the got some, some piano card chords that are yeah. hopeful.
4: Yeah, you're not our last hope. You guys are like our pre hope, is what the music is saying, and that's <laughs> a, what the narrative is. A rebellion
3: is. built on hope is what they're uh, they're calling it in the on the posters there. Yeah. Saw Guerra uh, is uh, in this, and he's very clearly a, a mentor role here. Yep, uh, he gets a lot of credit for helping uh, form the rebellion early on. Now, and some of the the Star Wars uh, books we're reading and hearing him referenced to what we know Lucas created him as here, but very clearly someone that Jin's turning to.
4: Right, and the angry militant. Yeah. person who's like well there's nothing to do but just kill them all yeah and we saw a little bit of balance of that i think in the trailer from the hopeful versus you know a lot of like quick meeting shots of our new heroes who right. all have a very like nope they just got to die right right and and um i
3: i like jen man i i urso starting in shackles by the way as we yeah. saw before great word. but i love that you know, are you gonna be okay without your shackles so she's she's done some bad things yeah, This is not quite an anti-hero, but I like that we don't have, it is a different hero. What we've heard her uh, uh, say herself, uh, Felicity Jones in interviews, this is not a character who's discovering herself. She might be changing, but she didn't start on a farm. Right. We're not starting there. She's already done some things, and she's going to do some great
4: things. Right, she's not discovering her power. She knows what she's capable of, and it right. seems like this movie is going to be like, I'm very skilled at doing nefarious and violent <laughs> things. How shall I use them?
3: was there enough mon mothma for you in this trailer? Not
4: enough. <laughs> there wasn't a single mon mothma close up and I'm starting to just be filled with fear that there will be only one mon mothma scene.
3: One of the things that stands out to me real early here is what we're clearly <coughs> we're clearly getting Cassian plus Jin uh equals love question mark.
4: Yeah. You're, they're playing with
3: that a little bit. Yeah. It's not overt.
4: Yeah, and that would be I think I, I think I'd be okay with that because we didn't have an overt romance in the Force Awakens and a little bit of a a scoundrel romance with the lady being the scoundrel would be fun. As
3: we've discussed before, Star Wars is built on uh, some sweeping romance, and we haven't got that, uh, like you said, unless you count BB-8 and Poe, so yeah. uh, it's good to have that here, and I like the looks. Uh, I am such a fan already of what Diego Luna's done with Cassian Andor in the seconds that I've seen him. He yeah. looks like Star Wars to me. Yes, he does. He looks like a classic character in the making. What a great job already. The, the designing, the look, the mustache,
4: it's all there. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of little bits of seventies in this too. Yes. Like his mustache that I'm very, very happy with. And there there are moments where like, okay, well we've thrown in all of these new things we've designed that's cool. We want to add new things, but it still needs to feel a little bit in that era. Right. And there's so many classic things and so many just right. straight up seventies looking things.
3: From there what grabs you next, Joseph, where do we want to go?
4: Um I think getting those little snapshots of the characters. Yeah, And I think uh, this trailer presents it as this is a movie that I going to be at least partially about these characters coming together. Right. So right. if anybody's just watched Suicide Squad, there, maybe there'll be some <laughs> comparisons. Or even uh, no X-Men pop Apocalypse songs. Yeah, no pop songs yeah, a yeah. lot of time yes. bringing the team together. together. So I, I, I'm I, braced for a lot of bringing the team together, and I really like the snapshots of the new characters. We got so much more with uh, Donnie Yen's Shirt Mway, we
3: believe his name is. Sher-it Mway, um <clears throat> who clearly... Mm-hmm. Believes in the Force. Yep. Uh, whether he's not, uh, whether or not we, he's from that planet Jetta that we're hearing about
4: so much, and I believe that we're seeing here, I think that's yeah. where he is. Oh, my God, you know who he is? Who? He is the actual good version of the Star Wars kid. He is a character who believes in the Force, doesn't use it, and is just waving a stick around, except for <laughs> it's effective. He is the Star Wars kid from that old YouTube video. Finally. Finally, <laughs> it's all coming back. We're giving him the credit
0: he deserves as a Star Wars fan.
2: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
3: Uh, but fascinating that, again, that, that we've all, we, we thought a couple years ago when this was announced or a year or so ago, coming out of Celebration, maybe no Jedi, maybe no lightsabers, our first Star Wars story with no Force. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Force is all over this. For Donnie Ann's character, Sherrod Emway, just to say it directly.
4: Yeah. He's talking about the Force. I'm thrilled about that because the Force should be a religion. It should be important to people in the Rebellion, so some people should be believing in it. I'm glad he's not a Jedi. Right, right,
3: absolutely. Uh, Something different, a little take on it. Um, Director Krennic.
4: Ben yeah. Mendelsohn's character,
3: Orson Krennic. Orson Krennic. He is uh, he is the big baddie in this. Yes, mm-hmm. there's a bigger one, and we know the Empire's got some command mm-hmm. structure, but he is he is positioned as the bad guy in this. Yeah. Um, and this was we've seen some great shots of him, and he was at celebration in full costume. But it's an administrative type of character to me on paper. Yeah. And so for, for me, this was the first time I looked at him as the villain. Yeah. Like, there's some great shots in there that I know that this guy, he is definitely an Imperial to reckon with.
4: Yeah, I'm so thrilled with Krennic now because uh, his costume at Comic-Con had the plaque. And now that plaque is his databank entry on StarWars.com. Oh, is it? So it's straight up out there. It's not a spoiler. He is obsessed. They use the word obsessed with getting the Death Star done. Finally.
3: Right. And, there, you know, we always hear the joke of start, it took 19 years to build the first yeah. Death Star, three years or two years to build the second Death Star, whatever the numbers are. Um, and I think – and you always talk about how Filoni and the Rebels team is kind of using some of their stuff to go back and correct things. Yeah, some of the books are yeah. some retconning. Um, I think we're going to get that answer. I think so. Something went wrong, and now he's desperate to fix it or desperate to come in and fix yeah, it. Yeah, I
4: think the Geonosians messed it up, which is why they got slaughtered, uh, apparently. Yeah. We learned in the Rebels, they were wiped out. I don't know. But I love that is just as a character motivation. Right. A villain should be obsessed, should right. want something so bad. And I love just going into a movie... A lot of movies haven't had great villains. We have a villain who wants a specific thing, right. and we already know our heroes are directly opposed to it. So no really weird uh, machinations to make the plot. Yeah, We know the plot, and it's just solid. Yeah. Person A, person B person want two B. different things. You might hear some screaming and shouting
3: in the background. The Schmo team is in the other room seeing the trailer for the first time as we record this. We're at the Collider Studios. K2SO, we hear his voice really for the first time. He's a droid with odds. He's got numbers and percentages. He's going to tell you if you're going to pass or fail. And uh, our first real time with K2SO, what do you think?
4: Yeah, I like the voice. I like that it's not overly human, but it still has some humanity to it. It's Alan Tudyk, right? And he's a great comic presence. So and, you want
3: performance capture in this one.
4: Yeah, so you want to have a little bit of humanity to it, but you don't want it to be super, super human because it's a droid. Right. I thought this was a fascinating presentation because it's hard mm-hmm. to carve out a new droid character. And one line was very C3PO. Yep. The, talking n- about n- the, 97% failure. Yeah. Yep. And then the other line was a little bit like our friend from the aftermath books, uh, yep. Mr. Bones. Mr. Bones. It was a little on that comically violent uh, something <laughs> along the lines of I'm told you're my friend, so I will not kill you. Yeah, the
3: captain says you're a friend, so I won't hurt
4: you. Or whatever. Yeah,
3: it is that jin has got some great reactions. Yeah, so far, yeah, any tall, a tall droid, an Imperial enforcer droid, and yeah, so imposing. I, I like that imposing, big, um, different. Not over the voice was good, not comical, yeah, not overly menacing. No Roger Roger here. This is yeah. uh, sounds like they might, uh, you know, you got BB-8, you hit it out of the park with BBA. Yeah, you got a different kind of droid here that so far seems to be fit the tone.
4: Yeah, you know the thing that's grabbing me about all these characters is that they don't seem fan fiction-y to me. They don't seem like mm, yeah. what, what are the characters I would want to play if I got to be in the Star Wars. They seem like filling out natural holes of logic in the galaxy, right. like right. somebody who doesn't use the force but believes in it, and right. an Imperial enforcer droid who's you know who could be turned, right. is programming. These are things that just kind of like they make logical sense, sense. in the galaxy. It works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Great
3: shot of the Death Star orbiting a planet. The Death Star kind of almost looking upside Looks down. Looks like it's
4: upside down, like which, it's almost just driving by to taunt the planet. Which actually <laughs>
3: harkens back to the first uh, Star Wars Kenner catalog that came in some of the figures in the 70s, where the, the Death Star was inverted on the on the on oh, the really? cover. If you go back and look at it, the Death Star was quote upside down. But wow. in space, it could be right side up. You don't know. Yeah. We're so used to seeing that the 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 uh, as it's shown even in this trailer and other places. But that great okay. shot of it over a planet. We're running out of time. We don't. We this is going to be a weapons test. I love if something we haven't seen the Death Star like that before.
4: Yeah, and who knows if they're going to blow up like maybe that's a small moon they're going to blow up, or maybe the laser doesn't work yet. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. I've got to
3: assume Alderaan wasn't the first planet that's blown up that they wouldn't have tested, even though they kind of say, "Hey, we're going to test the weapon." But I think he can retcon that enough to say there was some
4: unofficial test. by because that was clearly like we are going to change the whole way the galaxy functions. We're going to blow up a whole planet, real public like right.
3: we hear a lot about this movie being a war picture, <clears throat> and there was a lot of war in here, a lot of action. A great shot of Baz Malbus, I believe, is the character, shooting a rocket launcher at the AT, uh, well, yeah. it's not AT, AT, the AT, the transport, the cargo transport. Yeah, the initials, uh, initials,
4: initials. yeah the
3: initials, initials, initials. the initials, initials. Almost a battlefront like shot from a video game. Yeah, Love sure. that, a lot of heavy action here. We're going to get some firefights here.
4: Yeah, and I also like that the not at, at, at didn't go down. <laughs> Because no. that armor should be too heavy. Right. So already right. in canon.
3: But some great stuff and, and the X Wings we got it. We got we got ships flying, we
4: got TIE fighters exploding. Yeah. And a lot of it looked like video games. The X Wings mm. kind of flying through those sort of dark canyons looked like things right out of the Rogue Squadron video games. Right.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, there was some great stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to say, play some Rogue One games, maybe some new <laughs> levels on Battlefront. Um, uh, the biggest chill moment for me, and I think we both could agree, is uh, what I think a lot of people reacting to, which is Jyn Ersel, already becoming one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Yeah. Um, facing off, you said it, Bond-like, give you credit there, facing off with a TIE fighter.
4: Yeah, that just holy like holy blank. That it looks like the end of Goldeneye. Nerd like, chills, man. Up on some weird space cradle. Yeah. And it looks like she's about to at the end of that shot just pull out her blaster and smash the window open and
3: yeah. yeah. and that's what I up until then there was a lot of cool things, but I marked in my head, I'm like, I haven't got that moment yet. That 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 final putt on the golf course that's gonna bring you back for more, and that was it. She's walking, she looks a little
4: defeated, she looks a little beat up and, and she, she goes in there and just Boom! Yeah, and even it, those kind of shots are extremely, even if it's just on an aesthetic level, we're going to get things that we haven't seen before right. in Star Wars. Right. It, like fun things like, uh, you know, a one-on-one with a TIE fighter. Yeah. Uh, we do have to wrap up here because I am here on <coughs> Schmoes,
3: and we're going to go talk about this on air Yeah. Schmoes, but you're hearing this now after, guys. Final moments, uh, anything else you want to, I'm, I'm leaving on the table for you, Joseph. Uh, struck out, I think struck the down.
4: last thing is the last shot,
3: right? Absolutely. We knew something was coming. We knew the man with the cape and the cloak and the cowl and the breathing was coming.
4: Yeah. Happy with that? I'm very happy with that. There's a part of me that wanted to see him violent, but this worked. Because I think if it was him violent and swinging his lightsaber like I hope he does in the film, I think it would have been given away too much. And I really love that this paints it as there are high stakes. There's going to be violence, but it's going to be fun and hopeful. And if you ended with Vader being violent, it would change the tone of that. I
3: like that. Yeah. And I like that we we get that moment
4: still yet to come. We're going to see it hopefully in the theater the first time. Maybe that
3: lightsaber ignites. I hope
4: so. The final Um, Vader thing I'll say is this is what also gave me my 70s chills of this looks like 70s. It looks like he's at a a disco, right? Yes. Yes,
3: old-style technology in a new shot in a new way. Yep, all
4: the red Absolutely strategy ready. lines.
3: Absolutely. Yep. Love it. Guys, it was worth the wait. Rogue One, I'm excited. Reshoots be damned. Tony Gilroy edits be damned. This looks great. I'm on board. It could just be adrenaline. But, Joseph, I think we got ourselves a winner. Rogue Woo! Rogue Woo! Guys, follow us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. Full breakdown. More reactions coming, I'm sure. You can follow Joseph at Joseph Scrimshaw. Me, at Ken Napsack. Tweet Tweet ForceCenterPod. How? Hashtag Force Center to tell us what you thought of the Rogue One trailer. Guys, we will talk to you some more, I'm sure. May that Force thing kind of sort of always help you destroy the Death Star.